welcome to another episode and another season of the That's a Good Point podcast. I hope you are prepared to be both educated and entertained. Edutained! Yeah, as always, this is Dion, and I am here with... John. And Irv. And we not only have a special episode, but I think special episodes planned for you. This is our seventh season of our award-winning podcast. Award-winning. Trying a new format, huh? Trying a new format. Gonna mix it up, switch it up. Yep. Um, could be a flop, but we'll, we're going to sh- try it and see what the pointers, see what the listeners think. So, On our show, we rank a list for you using a wonderful method known as a prioritizing grid. Nice job. Thank I thought you. it was called the Matrix. Or Matrix. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that written down. Whew, threw uh, me for a loop. I thought maybe that was the new twist. No, no. And, well, here we go, though. In the Matrix or prioritizing grid, each contestant faces off mono e mono. One-on-one. Head-to-head. That's right. And then the contestant with the most victories will be declared the winner, the cream of the crop. Ah, yes. The, the we'll one rise on, to the top. The one that's on top. A, uh, it simply won't stop. <laughs> I don't know. That's, ever, a, that's a... That was part of the House of Pain yeah. song, Jump Around. Oh, yep. Sorry, but I'm thinking of something different. Uh, second most, we'll get second place, third most, third. You, you get how it works, right? I do. Okay. I, and I think the pointers, all the loyal listeners know, if... If you don't know, I think we have confidence you'll catch on quickly. Yeah, you're probably not a loyal listener. (laughs) (laughs) They'll catch on. You'll catch on. Don't worry about it. Uh, So a new format we're going to try this season is we're going to do, well, at least for this time around, we're going to try a bigger list, and we're going to break it up into two episodes. So both this week and next week we'll be talking about the same topic, sort of introduce it to you today, and then vote on it next week. Normally we do five or six contestants, and then we... This time we're going to have 10. ten. Which, the original Matrix, when we would sit around doing this, we'd it's usually 10. put 10 or 12 on there and then yeah. spend a night hanging out and talking about what was the best whatever. Yep. You bet. Uh, so, th- is that called beta testing? When beta. you like send it out yeah. to the people and they give you your feedback? And you why beta? You don't actually know why. I know that's like the second letter the second of a Greek letter, alphabet. Yeah. but I yeah. assume there's some other form of testing that maybe would be the first Alpha line of alpha. testing, the alpha, yeah. and then would beta be like, okay, this is our second, second line of testing. We're going to put it out to the people, and we don't know if it's going to work or not. I this might be the alpha test because yeah. we didn't do any testing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we talked about it. Yeah. We researched a little. That alpha. was our alpha test. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the beta test is giving it to the people, letting them let us know if it's broke or not. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, our first big list that we're going to go through, we are going to rank what we think are the best Super Bowls. Yeah. So we're getting close to the season. Yep. Uh, I will say this, in 2019, that was the 100th anniversary of the NFL, the NFL put out a list of the hundreds, like the best 100 players, best 100 teams, and right. one, one of them was the best 100 games, and in their just the top 20 of that 100, there were 11 Super Bowls in the top 20. Sure. So, And we have nine of those on our list. We cut one, but... Which a, one's not like the other we one? We gave uh, one of them an honorable mention. Uh, sure. Uh, and the one we brought in is, well, we, we can say what it is. It's the Harbaugh Bowl when the Ravens played the 49ers. 49ers. We put that on our list. And they did have that in the top so 100. Like top 40? It was top, top 40 somewhere, yeah. Um, it was number 30. Number 30. There you go. Okay, good deal. Uh, the Super Bowl three we didn't put on our list. It has a lot, of, I think, historical significance because right. of, it's the first time the AFL ever beat the NFL. Joe Namath, the very famous, guaranteed that they'd win the game. And so I think it gets put in that top 
20 because of its historical significance. And then the one that we have an honorable mention was the Philly Special, the one when the Eagles beat the Patriots. Um, and we we put that in our honorable mentions. I think that was Super Bowl 52. That's Eagles. Right. Nick Foles' time to shine. Yep, 41-33. Yeah, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. Where's he at nowadays? Uh, good question. Wearing a headset somewhere. I'm sure he's a back. Somebody's back up. I bet. We can. We have the technology. As we do. They say. We can move that up. So, I guess should we introduce our ten contestants? Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about each one as we introduce them and keep the should, listeners on their toes, or should we go through them and then go back and talk about them, or just talk about each one one I at a time? Know. What's the What's the best way to do this? Do the list quick, and then let's go back through them all and talk them. We'll do. And this is in chronological order. So number one is going to be Super Bowl thirteen. The Steelers beat the Cowboys 35-31. Number two is Super Bowl twenty-three. The 49ers beat the Bengals 20-16. Number three is Super Bowl twenty-five. The Giants beat the Bills 20-19. Number four is Super Bowl thirty-four. The Rams beat the Titans 23-16. Number five is Super Bowl thirty-six. The Patriots beat the Rams 20-17. Number six, Super Bowl 42, Giants 17, Patriots 14. Number seven, Super Bowl 43, the very next year, Steelers over the Cardinals 27-23. Number eight, Super Bowl 47, Ravens beat the 49ers 34-31. Number nine, Super Bowl 49, Patriots 28, Seahawks 24. And number 10, Super Bowl 51, the Patriots beat the Falcons 34-28, and that was in overtime. Some honorable mentions. I already mentioned Super Bowl 52. Eagles beat the Patriots. Some tougher cuts. Super Bowl 10. The Steelers beat the Cowboys 21-17. Super Bowl 32. The Broncos beat the Packers 31-24. And Super Bowl 38. Kind of a high-scoring affair. Patriots beat the Panthers 32-29. I do remember almost all that scoring was in the second half. So that was a great second half, but maybe not a great whole. I think I think you forgot one. I mean, we can't be well, talking about Super Bowls. We all Bowls know what the best Super Bowl is. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl 20. 20. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the best one, but you know, we were thinking about criteria like it was a good game and no one was going to have a good game against the 1985 no. Bears. Dick, Hurricane Dick That's came right. through New Orleans. I'm gonna just keep my mouth shut on this. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're a Super Bowl podcast, but at least have to bring it up. Yeah, you give us, uh, give us our moment in the sun here. Okay, then I'll say this: one of the worst Super Bowls ever, as far as a good game, would be the Buccaneers and Raiders. So <laughs> yeah. I'll just go ahead and say that was one of the worst ones. <laughs> uh, one thing I notice about the list before we talk about each of them is there are a lot of more recent ones. Let's see, one, two, three, four in the forties. Yeah. And then Super Bowl 51. And so, I mean, five of the Super Bowls are since Super Bowl 42. So There's a recency bias here. But. There's recency bias, but there was also, if you were around in the 80s, there was a lot of stinkers of some games then. I mean, if you, John, you probably remember that. So the Super Bowl sometimes was not the best game to watch. I'll trust you on that because obviously I wasn't. Washington right. and Denver had a couple that... One of them was lopsided, the, the but then Bronco- they were each involved in other ones yeah, that were lopsided. I think the Broncos, three different times, kind of got hammered. The Giants, the Redskins, and the 49ers. Well, and I don't know all my all NFL history probably as well as you all do, but like when I like looking at like the old 49ers teams with Montana and whatnot, I actually yeah. feel like some of those NFC games were better yes. than some of the Super Bowls they were in. And, and so- that was the NFC had a big run. I don't know how many Super Bowls in a row they won, but a lot of times, I mean, even fans would say, well, whoever wins the NFC championship game, this is this is the game to watch. Yep. And so there were some Cowboys 49ers. Yep. 
matchups That's in there, but that was, thinking, that yeah. was the game to watch. Yep. And actually, the catch, 49ers beat the Cowboys, so Joe Montana went to his first Super Bowl, I think was number two or three on the you know greatest NFL games of all time. Not a Super Bowl, but an NFC Championship game. Ben Scully on the call for that one. Yep. Well, should we go through the history of some of these? Let's talk, talk, talk about, about them. them. So we'll start with the oldest one, Super Bowl thirteen. The Steelers beat the Cowboys by four. Uh, this was at the Orange Bowl in Miami on January 21st, 1979. So after the 1978 season, the Steelers were 14-2 and on the number one seed in the playoffs for the AFC. The Cowboys were 12-4. and They were the two seed, but they kind of blew the Rams out in the NFC Championship game. Um, this is the first year that the playoffs expanded to have a fifth team. So if you remember when there was five NFL teams, if you're old enough to remember that, this was the first year of that. The Cowboys were the top scoring team, but Terry Bradshaw had won the MVP of the league. And this is the first ever Super Bowl rematch. Uh, what other stuff? I don't remember this game. It's just old enough that it was in my lifetime, but I did not watch it and don't have any memory of the game itself. But I've seen plenty of highlights. And... Yeah, so, I mean, other things I looked at, and, I mean, we basically did this looking at all our games. Like, was it a close game? And uh, all of them are. I, I accept... And I'll get to them later. There's a couple of them I really truly asked myself, were they a close game? Yeah. Um, there was a you know big comeback sort of. But anyway, this game, close, obviously, had some drama to it. Like you said, the um, you know rematch from, a what was it, three years before that? Yeah. was Super Bowl ten, yeah. right? And yeah. then the Cowboys had just won the year before this one, though. They won Super right. Bowl twelve. The Cowboys were the defending champions. So I looked at that, just kind of the hype and buildup of it. And then um, I also looked at, like, you know, your quarterback matchups, your coaching matchups, and then the number of Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah. This one, by far, the most Hall of Famers of any Super Bowl. Yeah. But also is the oldest, so they've had more right. time uh, to I mean, go I mean, even go, going back to all the other. I mean, every Super Bowl, even the ones not on our oh. list, this has, okay. has the most Hall of Famers. Now, sometimes they're taking into account, like, Dan Rooney is a Hall of Famer, and he owned the, was it Dan Rooney? Art Rooney. Phil Rooney. Andy Rooney. Bob? Mickey Rooney? <laughs> Mickey Rooney. One of the Rooney's is in the Hall of Fame, and he was the owner, and I don't think... I think it's Art. I don't know if they didn't get it. No, that's Art Modell. Or is it Art Rooney? Yeah. Who knows? I like Mickey Rooney. Let's go with it. Okay. <laughs> um, this was the Doomsday defense against the Steel Curtain defense, which is a pretty fun... Fun thing to talk about. Thing it is a super about. fun thing to talk about. Did you just say that? <laughs> nope. No. No. <laughs> John, you once started a fight between me and Irv about Oh, that. I know, yeah, about okay. This exact topic. And then walked away. And <laughs> we got we got mad at each other. Put the quarter in the machine and <laughs> <Yeah>. walked away. <laughs> um, one thing that I looked into was who was, because part of my criteria, as we'll talk about later, um, I like games where the underdog wins. Oh, yeah. And the Steelers were a three-and-a-half-point favorite going into this game. So it worked out. The, the, the line makers in Vegas were right on with this because sure. it was a four-point um, final score. And then I kind of went through and looked at the end of each quarter, what was the score? Like, was the same team in the lead the whole time? Or was it a little seesaw affair? This was a 35-17 game going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, right? it was tied at the end of one. Pittsburgh was up seven-and-a-half. What did you say it was at the was end it, of the third? Was it 35 or 28-17? I had 21-17 at the end of the third. Oh, really? Okay. But Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh scored got two, two touchdowns they at scored the beginning a touchdown. of the fourth quarter to go up 35-17 midway through the fourth. Yeah, when you watch the highlights, so they went up 28-17, then they kicked off, and Randy White, Hall of Famer, 
had a cast on, and they kicked it right at him, and it bounced off his cast. They recovered the fumble and then scored quickly. So they were up 35-17 pretty quickly. Yeah. But the Cowboys scored, recovered an onside kick, scored again to make it 35-31. And to add drama to this, Jackie Smith, Hall of Famer, tight end for the Cowboys, dropped a wide-open pass in the end zone. And that, I mean, and they Cowboys settled for a field goal. So that would have been a 35-35 game had he caught a ball that I think some of us could have caught. Okay. I mean, if you go back and watch, you can probably Google Jackie Smith dropping the Super Bowl and I remember the radio call was Vern Lundquist, and he said he must be the sickest man in America or something like that on the call when he dropped it. But Sure. Also, the one thing I read is this is kind of the, the first big Super Bowl. It was a close game. It was a rematch. A lot of Steelers and Cowboys fans out there. It kind of is what elevated the Super Bowl to being a big deal, to being a, kind of a national yeah. holiday almost. And, and Both was, teams make it into 30 points each. Like, right. That's... Not a low-scoring affair, of course, so I mean, that's kind of a big deal, I think, more so for back then. Yeah, so I, I think this is maybe historically significant. First of all, was it two coaches and 17 players in the Hall of Fame, plus all the the Yeah, there's a lot of owners, and so... A lot of well-known people in it. The next one on our list is going to be Super Bowl Twenty Three. John, you have some info on that? Yeah, 49ers-Bengals, uh, part two. They had played... Five years? Super Bowl 16. 16. So seven years earlier they played in Detroit. This one, though, was in Tampa, I believe. Um, Or no, Miami. Joe Robbie Stadium. And MVP Jerry Rice. um, This is also in the NFL greatest game list. I had it listed at number 19. Can confirm that? Anyone? Deny it? I don't Uh, have that. The top 100. I'm sorry. It is number... 19. Yeah, it, we had talked about how the Dallas-Pittsburgh game had a ton of Hall of Fame players. This one, not so much. Um, six. And Icky Woods just didn't have what it took to yeah. get to the Hall of Fame. And I think that counts Steve Young, who didn't actually play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, backup at the time. Um, and that might be just players. I'm sure there are some executives and coaches. Because I think I just looked at players. Right. I didn't yeah, look at yeah. him. Probably Eddie DeBartolo. Is I have that five played plus Steve Young. Okay. So. Um, Cincinnati actually had the better record coming in. They were twelve and four regular season. The Niners were ten and six, and this was Bill Walsh's final game as head coach. Um, the 49ers, even though they had a worse regular season record, they were favored by seven going into the game, um, and it was a, a barn burner. It was three three at halftime. Yep. So a lot of excitement there early on, but things picked up in the second half. Plus they had two. Injuries in the first half that slowed the game down. Yeah. Tim Crumry breaking his leg. leg. Yeah, that was kind of gross. Stanford Jennings, I think. Stanford Jennings was still in the second half because he returned the kickoff for the first touchdown. Okay, someone else got hurt early on. It wasn't him. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I have that here. In the third quarter, Stanford Jennings had a kick return TD to put the Bengals up thirteen six at the end of the third. And that, at that point, was the only touchdown of the game. So I mean, yes. It was competitive, but as far as exciting games, unless you're a big fan of punts and the the Bengals were still up sixteen to thirteen with just over three minutes left, and then with thirty four seconds left, Montana threw the game winning touchdown, and most people thought it would go um, to, to Jerry, Jerry Rice, Rice or Roger Craig was a big focus of the offense, but a little known uh, wide receiver John Taylor, who went on to become a All Pro, yep. caught the game winning touchdown with thirty four seconds left. Yeah. 
I don't have much else on that one. Um, uh, you, you mentioned this. The 49ers were only 10-6 and six in the two seed. The At that time, the NFC West was... The Saints were in it for some reason, but the... The other way out west. 49ers, Saints, and Rams were all 10-6, and six, three-way tie, and it was through one of those, like, who beat who, and they all had beat each other, and then you go to, like, divisional record. And so it went down to, like, a third tiebreaker mm-hmm. just for the 49ers to get that second seed. And so who knows? I mean, if they'd... Something weird thing had gone different that season, they might not even have been there. But. Right. I think the NFC was considered just overall the stronger... Yeah. And that was that was in the midst of the NFC just kind of wiping up every yeah. Super Bowl. Uh, next up, Super Bowl twenty five. Irv, you got yeah, some Super Bowl twenty five. Giants versus Bills. Giants won twenty to nineteen. Um, on the, there's another NFL list to look at, like top ten upsets in the history, and this oh. one was number eight. Um, I'll need some of the other information as far as spreads and stuff, John. I know you have a lot of that stuff, but basically, some of the things I wrote down was like the dramatic ending of the missed field goal. Um, how that was kind of a big deal. Um, I wrote down also like uh, some of the Giants' main offensive guys, like their quarterback and their running back. I think both were backups at one point. Were they not? Like the, the Haas. Yeah, he was a backup. I think at one oh, point. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Hostel, yeah. Yep. So um, you know, but obviously this game was a little more you know defensive. Just twenty to nineteen. I think that was kind of the Giants. You know, bread and butter a little bit. Yep. There's a lot of uh, they smash still have, mouth football. Still there. have the record for longest time of possession in the Super Bowl. Sure. For this one. Right on. So, yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't have all that other, like, the spread information, who came in as the favorites. Um, John, do you have all that stuff? Yeah, bu- Buffalo is considered the best team in the league. Um, they they were seven-point favorites coming in off of beating the Raiders 51-3 to in the AFC Championship. Where the Giants had just beat the 49ers kicking all field goals. And it was kind of the upset, yeah. 15-13, led by backup quarterback Jeff Hosteller. Yeah, yeah who I don't know that we ever really heard from again. I think he played for the Raiders for a little yeah, he bit, did. too. Yeah, he did. Um, Otis Anderson was the MVP. MVP. He was kind of in the tail end of his career, I yep. remember. Um, but obviously this one is well known for the missed field goal. Missed wide field goal wide right? Left? Wide right? It was wide. I always wide get, right. I always get the right. Buffalo ones confused yeah. with all the Florida State missed right. field goals. Yep, he just missed it. And they had just shown a graphic that he was one for five on natural grass from over 40 yards. So, I mean, it was kind of a foreshadowing that kind he of might, not, was coming. might not make that, that field goal, Scott Norwood. Probably one of the big moments of this game was actually the national anthem. Yep. This was the Whitney. beginnings of the Gulf War had yep. just started, and Whitney Houston did this big rendition of the national anthem that and became really well Do you remember known. watching this? There was no halftime show because they went to Peter Jennings, and he reported on updates on the Gulf War, New Kids on the Block, then they played it tape delayed after the game. Hmm. So there's actually no halftime show on TV. They did a halftime show there, sure. obviously, and then broad- I forgot all about that. broadcast it later. But at halftime, they went for Gulf War updates instead of showing a, a halftime show. Um, uh, w- one thing I think, you said the Bills were the best team in the league. I think the 49ers were considered the best team in the league. They got oh. 14-2. and two. Joe Montana was the MVP that year. They were going for their third straight Super Bowl. And then, the, like you said, the Giants upset them in the NFC Championship game, kicking only only field goals. So if it had been a Bills-49ers game, a maybe very different type of game. Was this Buffalo's first? This is Buffalo's first. And I think the only one they were favored in. So, All right. Moving on. Next one is Super Bowl 34. The Rams beat the Titans 23-16. to This was January 30th, 2000. 
Uh, the fun tidbits about the 99 season, the Browns came back, and the Oilers changed their name to the Titans. So this was the first year they were the Titans, and they made it to the Super Bowl. But with the Browns being added back, there was an odd number of teams. And so for a few years there, until the Texans entered the league, there was always a team on a bye, which was just weird. But that this is also the first year they pushed back the start of the season to after Labor Day, which has kind of been there mm-hmm. ever since. Ever since, yeah. So, but the Rams were 13-3. and three. They were the number one seed. The Titans were 13-3 and three also, but they were the four seed because at the time they were in the same division as the Jaguars, who were 14-2. and two. The Jaguars' two losses that year were to the Titans, and then the Titans beat them in the playoffs. So the Jaguars were so good they only lost three games all year, but all three were to the Titans, oh, including the AFC. I did championship. not know that. Uh, the Rams led the league in almost every offensive statistic. This was Kurt Warner. That first year he played, he was the league MVP. Marshall Falk was off. Who is this guy? Yeah. Um, but the game is probably most famous for the, the ending tackle on the one-yard line. Was it Mike Jones tackling Kevin, Kevin Dyson? Dyson? One yard short, and that would have tied the game, assuming they made the extra point. There's lots. I feel like, was there also a lot of missed field goals in this one? Like Aldo um, Greco missed a couple. Wilkins no. missed, a, missed another one. Okay. But... It was not a high, I mean, obviously not a super high scoring game, but 9-0 at halftime. Right. Pretty exciting the, stuff. The Well, the the Rams moved the ball at will, but then they got down into like the red zone and the Titans tightened up and they had to kick three field goals. And I think they fumbled a snap on another one and missed another one. That's why I was thinking. So, I mean, the, the Rams could have scored five yeah, I, times. I remember when I was going through this, they said Warner had like, Almost like 300 yards of passing, like just in the first half, or something, yeah. but like couldn't convert it into points other than field goals. Right. So I mean, they they should have had five field goals, but sure. missed one and fumbled. Yeah, Rams snap, were so. up 16-0. Then Titans came back, scored twice in a row, and then they they end up tying it at 16, and then Rams took the lead. Then from there, and then I also wrote down that McNair scramble kind of to extend that. Yeah, that was pretty famous too. Obviously, not yep. as famous as the stretching out being one yard short, but yeah. Um, this one the Rams were the heavy favorite, seven points, which I, I feel like in a Super Bowl that's a pretty big yeah spread. You're supposed to have the two best teams, so um, yeah. And you know touchdown. what? It was a seven point game. There we go. Way to go, Vegas. Um, also, the Titans they may not have even made it to this point had it not been for their wild card win with the Music City Miracle. That's right. Back in because up that bailed them out. Who were they playing? Was it? Buffalo. Buffalo. Yep, they're playing the Bills. So that is an interesting point that this is tied with that playoff run. They very easily could not have been in the Super Bowl. Yep. All right, next up, Super Bowl 36, Patriots over Rams. John, would you have some information on this one? Yeah, Patriots, Rams, Super Bowl 36 at the uh, Superdome in New Orleans. Um, I just mentioned how a seven-point spread is a lot. Yep. Well, um, the Rams were 14-point favorites in this one with a little-known quarterback for New England, Tim Brody. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, was this the year that he took over for Bledsoe? Yep. Yeah. So Thought no one really knew who this guy was. Um, just a backup quarterback that had led them through the playoffs somehow. Um, seven current Hall of Fame players. Obviously, there's going to be some more because this Brody guy is probably going to make it some year. <laughs> yeah. I, would um, guess, I would guess the Patriots coach might get in, who is also the defensive coordinator in Super Bowl Twenty Five for the Giants. Good yes. point. Good point. Um, so, New England was outgained in this Super Bowl yardage-wise, four twenty-seven to two sixty-seven. Yep. And the Rams turned the ball over three times, and 
New England got out to a 17-3 lead. Then the Rams tie it in the fourth quarter with a Kurt Warner TD run and Warner to Ricky Prohl. might remember that name. Rock and roll, uh, Ricky on a, Prohl. On a touchdown. So it all led to the first time in Super Bowl history that a game was won on the final play. And yep. is it the only? Uh, I thought Super Bowl five or six, the Colts beat the Cowboys on a field goal at the end of the game. This, 16, maybe 18. maybe there must have been a little bit of time bit of left time. there because okay. this is time where is it expiring. Sure, time is expiring. This is yeah, last play of the game. There was a little, nothing okay. you yep. can do. Sure. And that Tom Tom Brady guy was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yep. Kurt Warner had been the MVP of the league that year. The Rams, I think, led the league in every offensive category by quite a bit. Greatest show on turf. Um, and in that playoffs, you had the Tuck Rule game. Oh Tom, yeah. That was the first round or the wild card round, whatever. When the Ra- Raiders, could the Raiders have, could were have, supposed to be the best team, right? Could have and should have won the game, but the Patriots beat them in that snowy game. And then in the AFC Championship game, Tom Brady actually got knocked out, and Drew Bledsoe led the team to the Super Bowl. And so then there was a little bit of like, oh, who's who's going to start? And obviously it ended up being Tom Brady, and the rest is history. Yeah, I just I also look at things like the hype and build up. And you already said greatest show on turf. I looked at this as like. Them passing the torch to then what began the Patriots dynasty a little bit. I mean, that was their first one, right? And then they didn't do anything the next year, I don't think. But then after that, that's a, one, you know, that's a great level. question. Is like, when did the Patriots dynasty begin? Is it, it had to after be this the game, first right? Super Bowl? Or is it after the well, I guess won it's, yeah, you're second. not a dynasty until you win another one, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, but you can't win a second. Can't win until you start first. with one, right? right? So, so the, I mean, they won that the one. Then the next year, I think it was the Bucks Super Bowl. And then there was, the, and then the then Patriots two won row. two in a row. Yeah. Then I would, I think that's yeah, the somewhat but, dynasty. But yeah. this is definitely welcome to the show. Yep. Uh, this is also this first ever February Super Bowl, which is where it's at now all the time. Yep. But that just yeah, got moved back before we know it because of yeah because of uh, September 11th, and so they moved all of the games from that week to the end of the season. And then just push the playoffs back a week. So, next up, Super Bowl forty-two, Giants beat the Patriots seventeen fourteen. Yeah. Um, again, so I referenced earlier the one I did earlier, the top ten upsets. This was listed as number two, top ten upsets all time. Um, yeah, this was the eighteen and zero Patriots, right? right? I mean, and they, I mean, this team of destiny, and. Um, you know, everybody thought for sure that was what was going to happen, but the true team of destiny was the Giants. They got into that playoffs. Yep, they were the wild card team. Cowboys won the division. Yeah, year. and um, yeah, end up Eli fights out of that. You know, getting sacked and then throws it, and there's the helmet catch by is it David Tyree? Yep. Yeah, his moment in the sun. Yep. yep. And then uh, yeah, um, what was the spread on that one, John? New England by twelve. Yeah. David Tyree, did he? Other than this game, did because he, he had the catch and then he caught a touchdown in the fourth quarter. I don't, I don't really don't, know yeah, much of the rest of his career. He was a great option. And he just had a really good game. He's famous for maybe the most famous Super Bowl play. Probably. Could be, could Gotta be. be up there. Yeah. Right? Um, Anything else on that one? I, th- I just think it's significant because the Patriots would have gone nineteen and zero, and I don't think that anyone would argue that they weren't the best team ever if they had won this game. Right. Right? Even I couldn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) And so this kind of, yeah, puts an end to that. Um, This is going to be an interesting one when we do the rankings next week because it was a very close game. It's an upset. 
That's a competitive game. It's but, a competitive game, but there wasn't much scoring. Right. Right. So where what do we take? How much do we um, offense? How yeah. important is that? What's to the importance right. offense versus defense? Because this was the first Super Bowl since about. Super Bowl nine when neither team got to twenty. Yeah. So not a lot of high scoring, but it is also the only Super Bowl Super Bowl game thus far where there were three different fourth quarter lead changes. Yeah. So, so that's it's, that's exciting. A little back and, and forth. Makes the game fun when it's close at the end and we have a couple of those that early on you didn't know it was going to happen right. and then later on they got exciting so yep. that makes it a fun game to watch so next up is super bowl 43 the steelers beat the cardinals 27 23 uh this was significant because it was john madden's last game oh, last yeah. super bowl that he broadcast um the steelers came into the playoffs as the two seed the cardinals were the four seed they'd won their division at nine and seven um other fun things about the 2008 season by the way the Lions were the first team to ever go 0-16 that year, and that was Brett Favre went to the the Jets that year. Lions have really turned it around yep. since then, huh? Um, this was coming off. These are back-to-back Sorry, Super Bowls Kevin. here. Back-to-back Super Bowls here. Tom Brady, you know, coming off that 18-1 and season, he got hurt. Was it the first or second week of the season? And then, oh, yeah. Then they changed. That's when they added the rule. You can't go low on a quarterback because he got hurt. Someone diving low. Um the Patriots still went 11-5 and five and missed the playoffs. So you had the, a team that was quite possibly the best ever came back without their quarterback, went 11-5, and five, but missed the playoffs. So I don't know how many 11-5 teams have missed the playoffs. But can't Sorry. Be, can't be too many. Can't be too many. The game itself, uh, probably famous for James Harrison's 100-yard fumble recovery touchdown, San Antonio yes. Holmes catch in the back, and then just the whole Larry Fitzgerald, the whole playoff run, the whole time the Cardinals were in, and he had a great game, and so... Well, yeah, it was old Kurt Warner essentially, and yep. he, Larry Fitz just, I mean, he just was crazy awesome. But he had two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, right? Yep. I still don't know if that second foot ever touched a San Antonio. I don't think it did, but you know, they it, call it a touchdown on the field, so yeah. that's what you have to go with. Did you know that there have been six wide receivers to win Super Bowl MVP, and half of those have been Steelers? Sure. San Antonio Holmes. Holmes. Do you know the other two? Yeah, uh, Lynn Swan. Yep. And Super Bowl Forty, Heinz Ward. Correct. Good job. Yeah. I'm trying to stump Dion. <laughs> trivia. How stupid of me. Yeah. I don't know. This is also Steelers became the first franchise then to win six Super Bowls. Yeah. With this, so. Yeah. All right. Move on. Yeah. Moving on. Next up is Super Bowl forty-seven, Ravens thirty-four, 49ers thirty-one. Harbaugh Bowl, also known as the kind of the blackout game. There was thirteen twenty-eight left in the third quarter, and all of a sudden, Superdome lights go out, big power outage, and um, so this is where we're talking about like is a game close or whatever. And at one point, even I think like right after that outage, the Ravens were up twenty-two points. Right. Yeah. And it, I don't know it. It, is that a close game, or is it just this truly momentum change after this blackout? Right. And so um, that's similar. It's to like Super the Bowl Cubs thir- rain delay game. Yeah, it's similar to Super Bowl thirteen, our first one on there, where the, I mean, the Steelers went ahead by 35-17. So it's like the game's over. Yeah. But the Cowboys made this big comeback, and the and the Forty ers kind of did the same thing. There were some funny memes with it, like you know John Harbaugh's mom, Jim, turned the lights out. <laughs> like, you know, like, because yeah. it yeah. it's truly that change then. San Francisco scored three touchdowns in 12 minutes' time right. and brought it back, and then all of a sudden, 
you know, they go down to the goal line and can't convert or whatever. And I think right at the very end, the Baltimore Ravens took a, I think they took a safety. And then they just had to, you know, obviously kick, you know, kick it. And then they had to just stop them on that last play. And then that's yep. what made it so darn close was yeah. 34-31. So I, uh, what was the spread on that one, John? San Francisco by four. Okay. So, so the upset. it was, was an upset special. Um, Kaepernick. Became the quarterback partway through the year after Alex Smith was hurt. Yep. And then he just never gave up the position. Kept it the rest of the year. Um, I actually remember the power outage more than anything with this game, I think. Sure. I remember these playoffs more than the Super Bowl because the Falcons and Broncos came in as the one seeds and they kind of thought that's who would end up in the Super Bowl and that would have been a rematch of an earlier Super Mm -hmm. Bowl. That was Peyton Manning's first year with the Broncos. And the Ravens actually beat them in a double overtime game, which you only get if it's the playoffs. Right. And kind of upset them on the road to, on their way to, to get to the Super Bowl. Sure. Yeah, can't have a tie in the playoffs. No. What, what if you just, if there's a tie, you'd combine your teams? Everybody would try it. Everybody mm-hmm. would try to tie? Would you try to tie? Yeah, I don't know. Tie in the World Cup? We're not going to start doing ties yeah, in that, the, good point. In good the point. NFL. Let's not <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is going to be Super Bowl... 49, that's me, right? Yep, sure. This is Patriots over Seahawks, 28-24, February 1st, 2015. Um, They were both the one seed uh, that year in the playoffs. Um, This is probably most famous for the final play when they didn't give it to Marshawn Lynch and Russell Wilson threw an interception to Malcolm Butler. Um, One of the things I think is fun about this Super Bowl is that the Patriots shouldn't have won. The, the, the Seahawks throwing that interception in the end. So, like, the wrong. But the Seahawks shouldn't have been there. So, here's a cascade of events. Because the week before in the NFC Championship game, um, Green Bay was up 19 17 with like two minutes to go. And they scored, recovered an onside kick, scored again. Green Bay actually got a miraculous field goal to send it to overtime, but then lost in overtime. Aww. But in a cascade of events, Green Bay shouldn't have been in that game because Des Bryant caught the ball. Oh, yeah. And was in the end zone. He caught it, took a step, reached for the end zone but because he put the ball on the ground. At the time, that rule was you didn't complete the process of the catch. So they reviewed it. That rule changed the next year because of that play. And the Cowboys shouldn't even have been in that game because in the wild card round, the Lions were beating him in 2017, and there was a clear interference on Anthony Hitchens. He knocked down a Lions receiver on third down. Lions had to punt. Cowboys went out and scored and won the game. So... Like in this whole cascade of events, the wrong team was always winning. So it should have been the Lions. The Lions the should have been there. <laughs> so, yeah, Super Bowl, whatever. I just remember the whole weird right. chain of events in the playoffs. This, I believe, if my research is correct, is still the Super Bowl with the highest viewership. Like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, people watching or whatever yeah. of any of them. Seahawks were the defending champions. Yeah, they had just dominated the Broncos yeah, that year before. That annihilated just... them. I hated that game. That, that was, was a that dumb was, game. That's one of the worst Super Bowls. Yes. Of all time. Yeah, it wasn't very good. No, but yeah, it came back defending champions, and then of course Patriots were there, and yeah, this game was a pick'em pregame spread. Oh, there you go. Which that's, that's pretty fun. Term, yeah. Um, it was a one possession game all the way through until sometime in the third quarter when the Seahawks took a ten point lead. I think it was. Okay. It was late in the third quarter. Um. Did you know this was originally when they first gave the Super Bowl to a city for Super Bowl Forty Nine? It was originally given to Kansas City. Oh yeah, I did see something about that. But it was contingent on them passing two tax hikes 
to help pay for some things. They, they like wanted to put some um, cover over the like some area between Arrowhead and Kaufman. Mm-hmm. and do some other upgrades and the citizens passed the first one but not the second one so then they took it and moved it to Arizona. Interesting. Holy cow. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Alright, the last Super Bowl on our list is going to be Super Bowl 51. This was the Patriots beating the Falcons in overtime. So this of course is the only overtime game we've had in the Super Bowl so far. Um, played in Houston. Patriots, three point favorites over the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons had a really, really good season that year. I think one of the better offenses in the league. Led Matt Ryan Matt, was MVP. Matty Ice. Yeah. Um, Julio, right? Julio yeah. Jones. And they got off to a great start. I mean, 28-3 to ahead of the Patriots. I remember watching this. It's like, oh, okay. Well, game's probably over. Yeah. I'll kind of watch and it with one eye. And, enjoy the hors d'oeuvres and talk to people. Yeah, talk to people. And then it's like, oh my goodness, what's yeah. happening here? Yeah. Um, there was no score at the end of the first quarter, but then the second quarter, the floodgates opened. 21-3 Falcons at halftime. Um, they were actually up 21 nothing, and New England made a field goal to end the first half to get on the board. It was still 28-3 to halfway through the third quarter, and that's when the tides turned a little yes. bit. Yep. Um, it all culminated with James White scoring a touchdown with less than a minute to go, and then they needed the two-point conversion to tie, and they made it. And then James White with the overtime touchdown. I would argue James White should have been the MVP. Yes, agreed. And not th- this is the game where I'm like, okay, a quarterback's always going to win the MVP from yep. now on. Uh, was this the Super Bowl? Or was a different one where Julian Edelman had that just crazy catch, and I don't know if it was regulation or overtime. But I don't know. He kind of bobbled it and caught it around a guy. And- I, I can't think of what yeah. that was because the Patriots have been in so many. So. Yeah, it's hard to remember. Yeah, I don't know. So that is our list of our top 10 Super Bowls of all time. Uh, next week we'll be voting on which ones we think are the best using the Matrix. Um, how do you think you'll break these down and make your decisions? So I kind of alluded to some of this earlier. I talked about the close game, the drama. I looked a lot at the hype and build up. Like, NFL channel on YouTube or whatever has like a three-minute recap of all these and like they have a nice narration to it. A lot of times it's a celebrity that does it. And it's like, okay, was there really a lot of hype and build-up to it? I looked at QB uh, matchups. I looked at coaching pedigree. Like are these, did these all all these coaches go on to be like really good coaches? Um, number of Hall of Famers. I even looked at viewership a little bit. Um, I guess I didn't go as much into the analytics like John did, probably with like the spreads and like who was favored going into it necessarily. But I'll be interested to hear some of that when we're making our arguments next week. Yeah, we'll have to be reminded of what the spreads were there. I'm, I'm with you. Was it a good game? And sometimes I, you know, we talked about 17-14. Is that a good game? It, it was competitive the whole time. It was drama-filled because you're waiting to see if these Patriots go undefeated. But at the same time, that's not a lot of scoring to watch, right? Um, what's the star power? We talked about that first one had the most Hall of Famers of any Super Bowl. That's a lot of star power. Was there any historical significance? That first one, like we mentioned, kind of elevated the Super Bowl. Uh, the one, last one we talked about is the only overtime game. That's historically significant. And so, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be a lot. I, I like underdogs, so I think an underdog type story will fare well. Um, Maybe also the closeness throughout the game. 
I think that leads to a better overall game rather than big lead team come, comes from behind. Sure. I mean, that's exciting, but it's not exciting for the entire game. Right. So maybe that'll play into it. I think I'll be able to be coerced quite a bit on this one. Yeah. Um, I did put mine kind of in a general order, but I think it's definitely going to be up for debate. I think we cut the game that was probably the most exciting the whole time in that, that Eagles-Patriots game because yeah. it was a good game and you don't know who's going to win. And so, I mean, it's quite a... With, and they and I think the underdog won that game. So yeah, that one would have fared high for you, but it's Possibly. Not, not on here. So sure. sucker. <laughs> well, uh, look on the socials. You can check Instagram and Twitter at that's a good point one. Point. And look for us to ask your opinion. Hey, what do you think should be the top Super Bowl when we vote next week? So we'll come up with something. All right. Let the debate begin. Yeah, let us know what you think. Until next time, arrivederci.